0: We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, back in the saddle, back in Scottsdale, Arizona, joined as always by Randy Angston. What's up, fella? Welcome back, sir. Good. It feels good to be back. Does it? Kind of fighting a little something. Guys, welcome to 2021. Big, uh big year ahead of us, we got a lot a lot to chat about today, but uh hopefully you guys ended the year on a high note. I know uh yeah, some points it wasn't too hard to get higher than the way twenty twenty was so low. you know Jeez, it was just yeah. a, a brutal brutal year, and um you know a lot to learn from from last year, and we can talk a lot about that. Uh, But in this show, uh, well, a couple announcements. Don't we have a a CLA workshop? Yeah, coming coming up.
1: Um, So we did move the dates. I announced that on the last one, if you've been listening, it's going to be January 21st and 22nd. So So, uh, two weeks from when you guys are hearing this.
0: Yeah. Okay. So two weeks out. You guys have some time. If you want to get your systems put in place for automation get that all dialed in. I'll meet with you for two days. We'll build this out together. And by the end of the deal, by the end of the workshop, you have a a fully functional automated system. Yeah, absolutely. Winninggym.com slash workshop. Very cool. So, you know, (laughs) a lot of people are going into this uh, January season and, you know, and and in fitness, it's always been, you know, January, New Year's resolutions, quarter one's always kind of where you make the money in the fitness industry Mm -hmm. I would tend to agree to that. I wouldn't always necessarily say January is the best month for us. It's you know consistently been late February, early March has always been our best. It's it's interesting when we first opened the gym years and years ago, we were always kind of banking on January first, yeah, like the first week of January. And as I got into this longer and longer, it was quickly you know apparent it isn't. January, it's sometimes late February, by the time people finally come
1: around Mm -hmm.
0: to deciding they want to take fitness seriously,
1: which is interesting. Well, the more I study like people, psychology, mindset, things like that, I mean, everybody's got the best of intentions, but it takes time, you know, and and for them to get out of their own way, make the commitment, choose a gym, do all that type of stuff. Yeah. That's what, and we we always talked about it, the little bit of like a January hangover, you know, people are still getting their ducks in a row, so- Coming off of vacations, yeah, the holiday season. I mean, maybe it's recouping a little bit of funds, you know, putting a little bit yeah, more of the reserves true. back, stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, traditionally we've seen the the next, you know, February into March be the winning ticket when the people actually show in your gym. Sure, sure. And so a lot of questions are coming up, Tim.
0: What do we do for marketing? What do we do for January? What do we do for you know, like the play and. You know, our, our stance, uh, and it's always been our stance, is that you can't rely on one thing anymore, or if you are, you can't rely on one thing to, mm-hmm. to bring in all your people. There could be one big thing, but you should have multiple poles in the water. We've said it a million times. You can't just rely on one offer, one traffic source, one time a year. Like, you have to have multiple things. And and I'm sure you've hit on it in the last couple shows about having the conversations starting now, so that you can indoctrinate people into your into your business. So when they, it's time for them to buy, they feel comfortable to give you money.
1: Yeah, that's a bigger thing. That I mean, I for some reason I'm putting my flag in the in the ground on that. I think that the buying cycle is going to be a little bit longer. People are going to make, whether it be the COVID thing and the resistance in the marketplace, whether it be being burned in years past, the direct consume direct to consumer advertising to you know, from the point of cold traffic ad to buying in that short cycle, I think it's going to be get more and more difficult Difficult, yeah. compared to what we saw in the last few years. So yeah, have some poles in the water right now that are going to help you build and build that list. So you own that traffic. And then when you have a, something to offer, you can actually communicate directly to that list and not just hope that, you know, Facebook is going to be the answer and hell, we're going to have a conversation about that soon too. Yeah. And we can talk about that now.
0: Actually, you know, Talking about having a list, you know, gosh, you can go back 30 episodes on what we were talking about this, about, hey, you have to own your traffic. And when you own your traffic, that means you own the list, the contact information, first name, at least email and phone number that you can then turn and market to those folks or at least speak to them at any given time and not have to pay additional for that. Now, with this new Apple released, I think it's probably out this month.
1: Yeah, it's 14 Some one of the 14. iOS, iOS 14, 14 mm-hmm.
0: point something. Uh, they're, they're actually going to block Facebook from tracking Apple users. And by tracking, it's really saying we're not going to share the data when these folks take action on, you know, their Apple devices. And we're not going to send that information back to Facebook and what that really means is it's going to be tougher and tougher to understand your return on ad spend, mm-hmm. right? Like if you've got multiple ads going out and some people are buying from Apple and some people are buying from Android and whatever, and only the Android ones are pushing back the data, you can't really you don't know if you're making money on the it's campaign not,
1: it, it, the data is inaccurate. I mean, it's not it's incomplete, I guess. Incomplete. You know what I mean? So
0: and then on top of that, the way Facebook works is it kind, you know, it has that learning phase mm-hmm. and you have to get something like 50 conversions to, until it starts to optimize and understand who is the person buying this and if they're not getting that information back from Apple, you know, it's going to make it a lot tougher. So therefore, even owning a list is even more important because you don't have
1: to worry about it. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. It's stuff. one of those things that, you know, as a, as a consumer, you kind of like it, right? It protects our data, protects our information. You know, the way that contracts happen nowadays and when you sign up to, for an app, I mean, they're forcing terms and agreements every update or yeah. midway through an update. Like, you don't even realize just by using the app, you're, con- you're consenting to yeah. that yeah. stuff. So we're not as informed as we were about where our data is going or what they're taking from the stuff that we're using on our phone. But from an advertising standpoint or a marketer, it sucks. I mean, yeah. we uh, we worked hard to understand how Facebook works, to use the algorithms to your benefit. Um, hell, I mean, the, us sitting in these seats and in, in the profit seat, we built an entire business around the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, Apple's basically removing that ability from their platform almost entirely.
0: Well, and so you going to some opt changes. in. That's, yeah, that's the thing when you get on your Apple device, mm-hmm. it's going to ask you, do you want to be tracked? And just by definition, I mean, just reading that people are going to be like, no, I don't want to be Absolutely. tracked. They're not going to really deep dive into it. I probably will say yes for a couple of reasons. I think we're going to get ads anyway. Yeah. Might as well be things that are pertinent to me. So, I mean, I don't, I don't really care so much about that. I think but. that
1: could be something that the, the, everybody as, in the marketing platforms or those that are using Facebook, Facebook itself should be doing to educate the consumer on why opting in is not such a bad thing. That's one of the the dual-edged sword of of all of that information, you know? Like, nobody likes the feeling of going to Google and then going to 500 other websites and that product is everywhere following you. But at the same time, the logic behind, there is logic behind that on, well, if you're interested in this product, And you've shown interest in this product here is that product because you're probably likely to buy that product yeah you know it's 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 eliminating options for you it's helping you select what you want you know the same algorithms that are at play there are looking at other buying practices and showing you items that you are likely to buy based on your choices right that's helping in a manner in in a way, right? It's removing clutter and saying, okay, you're interested in these things. These are also also things you should be interested in.
0: And the way I look about I look at it is you're going to be shown ads. Exactly. You are. So would you rather be shown things that are pertinent to your, you know, behaviors or something completely off the wall waste of time? Personally, I, I probably will opt in. Absolutely. I probably will. So there's that. But the real question is like, what do you run for this year? Like how are you going to get people in your gym? And it's funny because every year, this is the question. Every year, well, not even in January, all year. Like, how do we get people into the gym? That is the number one question for gym owners. Like, I need more people. And I could probably sympathize with just about everybody on your call. It you probably got slammed and pounded and, and hammered this year with losses. You did. I did. Mm-hmm. I got, I mean, this second wave that just came through was worse than the first for us, money-wise. Yeah. We lost even more people. And so how do we get people back in the gym? And I always just kind of fall back on the foundational approach of our old school bracketed programs. Mm-hmm. Call them LBOs, call them specialty programs, call them whatever the hell Challenges, you want. Whatever Challenges, whatever. call them what you will, but- I will stand on this. They work and they work for a lot of reasons and they work because they check all the boxes that get somebody to make a decision. Now, what are those things? Number one is they know the time commitment. Mm -hmm. It starts on this date. It ends on this date to the consumer. That's logical. I can see this. Okay. I can commit for this amount of time. It's bite size, right? Yeah. I can commit. Mm -hmm. It's not a year. It's not open. It's this. It's call it six weeks. We'll just use that number. It's six weeks okay i can see this i can see myself committing to six weeks because i don't trust myself to to,
1: to go go, eight eight.
0: (laughs) attention gym owners are you ready to take your business to the next level it's a set price they don't need to come in and haggle they don't need to have to think about it it's like oh it's 399 599 197 whatever it is okay it's six weeks it's 197 and i get what x y and z all listed there i get training at these times i i can the style the style of training is this the meal plan looks like this I'm going to get accountability like this, and this is the times I can train, and this is the price, I will do that. I will commit to that. And, that, and that's the reason those work. It's not because the before and after picture, it's not because it's a- anything other than they can understand the offer. When they come into a gym a lot of times, they don't know what it is that you offer 100%. How does this work? How, you know They can look at that sales page and understand that, and mm-hmm. they can make a purchase. To me, that, that is what we're going to be running, and it just makes a lot of sense. But that's not the only thing you should be running. But the point is is I would put some eggs in that basket this year and run a program for January, body transformation, six-week, eight-week, four-week, whatever you want. Again, that's the lipstick on mm-hmm. it. You talked about this, it's yeah. That's the lipstick on it. It's the same thing. And ideally, this is exactly what they would get after. The Mm -hmm. six-week or the the challenge or the LBO or the bracketed program is going to be the same experience after it's over if they were to join. And so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to have some all these kind of like over-the-top seminars and all these frigging stupid things that make more work for yourself. Just build it right into your normal
1: everyday, day-to-day workplace. Yeah, yeah. And we talked about that because- You know, developing your offer, your offer should look like your memberships. People are, it is a try before you buy. That's really all that comes down to. It's a trial. And so if your trials look nothing like your memberships, nobody's going to stick around once they convert into a membership. Well, they don't understand. If they do stick around, they don't understand why it's different. Why it's different. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And then now you've what you've done is you've actually kind of stabbed your own brand promise in the back. You know what I mean? The job of us is to exemplify that, show the client exactly up front. up front and then execute that deliverable. If they get hooked with something and then all of a sudden, it's like, the, it, we always reiterate, I always bring it back to the cable companies, right? The trial, the first year, all of it's, it's bells and whistles, it's glamorous, mm. and then all of a sudden, boom, now you're a customer, I'm gonna rip all that away and you're gonna get the bare minimum of what and we have to offer. And charge for all of it. And tra- yeah, exactly, we're not gonna discount anything, you're gonna pay the same rate, but you're gonna get the minimum you know, deliverable and that's not what it should be about, right? It should be a trial into your memberships, create that like trust and respect factor, earn the business throughout the trial. Transition right in. And they, exactly. The transitions should be flawless. Sure. You know, you shouldn't have to resell what you're doing. It should be, hey, do you want more of the results you've been getting? Perfect, sign on the line. Done. It's, it's simple.
0: And, and ideally what you could do, guys, is you can roll a Netflix play into this mm-hmm. where they sign up online. And then when they come into your gym, they're committing to continue with you after the 6 weeks and they can cancel anytime during the 6 weeks. So now you're not trying to resell them again. There's all these angles. Um essentially it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I would you kind of tell you guys to
1: to throw into the mix. One thing I would recommend too is if you're going to pull from co- cold traffic or you know not use your lists or go out for for new business as we're talking about Facebook's getting harder and harder, more competitive, some of the Apple changes, look elsewhere. Google. We just had a conversation, Google, you know, and understand the intent of the person that's seeing the ads. That's a huge thing, guys. Facebook is slapping people in the face while they're, who, who are we talking to? Somebody yesterday said, they're scrolling, Cody, I think, they're scrolling cat Chandler. videos. Chandler. Chandler, yeah, right? They're scrolling cat memes and videos and all of a sudden you slap them in the face with a fitness ad. That's not why they're there. But you could take it to Google and you present an ad When somebody just typed in, you know, personal training gyms in Scottsdale, well, which person do you think is more likely to follow the path that's presented to them? Sure. The person that's on Google, YouTube, another place, second largest search engine in the world. If you're not utilizing YouTube and YouTube ads, that's a challenge. Yeah. 2021, line yourself up for success.
0: Correct. So, so what did we learn? Okay. So that, that's a couple of the marketing plays that I would throw at you because that's probably in your mind right now if you haven't already thought about this is how do you get people in your gym i think i think the old school going back what old is what you know what what is old is new as new is old whatever um go back to that it it works it works pretty much every time Mm -hmm. and i would definitely stay away from the bait and switch style of those just put them on put the price up front it's this for that like don't don't make it too complicated, okay? It's not free. Don't do don't go down that road. Um and just do the do the old school uh, bracketed, you know, program yeah. challenge. So all right, 2020, what did we learn? Well, hell. We learned that a hundred percent what you believe has no bearing on what the market believes. Okay. So in the beginning, and I will I'll tell you right here up front, I I did not take COVID very seriously. Um, I felt like it was Angled against us for a lot of political reasons. I didn't feel like the numbers were accurate, and they're still not accurate. uh, And there was a lot of fear mongering coming from the media. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was smart enough to see through all that, and so therefore I didn't put too much weight into how serious this this disease is. Okay, we knew it was a thing. We knew obviously there was there were shutdowns, and we knew all that was happening. But I personally was like, I'm not wearing a mask, and I'm not going to buy into the hype. Okay. Long story short, it comes and goes. We close, we open, we close again, we open again. Like that's happened to pretty much all of us. Your state's shut down, opened up. And during the times that in the beginning it was... You know, our clients wasn't very serious here, mm-hmm. okay? Our clients were pretty cool. They were kind of on the same level as us. We had some people that, you know, like they're older. They didn't want to come in and got it. They wanted to wear a mask when we opened up. That's hey, yeah, fine. We talked
1: about maybe the 10% or something like that, right?
0: It wasn't crazy. We did have some losses and we, you know, when we closed, we couldn't service people other than online and some people didn't like it. It happened to everybody. Then we opened back up this last time and now this is, it's like right now it's crazy high and it hit our gym. It hit home hard. In fact, our coaches got it. We had clients coming in in the mornings, in the middle of the day, in the afternoon, all testing positive that we actually had to shut the gym down you know, voluntarily yeah. because it was coming at us from all, all, and I felt it was the most responsible thing to do, shut it down for two weeks and let's get this thing out. Well, when we did that, I think what, w- what happened is it a lot of our clients got sick, but their family members got sick, and the fear just skyrocketed. In fact, we had we had one loss. We had yeah. one loss uh, just over Christmas. Unfortunately, one of our clients passed away. He was a medical doctor, and he was you know on the front lines, longtime friend of ours. Yeah, very like, ten year client here ended up passing away, and he's you know healthy dude, and so it's like hit home, and therefore our clients are bailing hard. They're not going to take the risk. And what I learned was, you know, as much as I didn't believe as much as it, you know, like I should have, I probably should have taken it a little bit more seriously and, and probably made and forced people to do things that probably weren't, you know, what they wanted. Keep people apart, segment these folks, don't let these people train, like all this kind of stuff that I didn't really do. Um, it's kind of biting us now. We've taken a bigger wave of losses that um, I think what I learned was, man, it doesn't matter what I think. It's all about what the marketplace feels. Yeah. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember you are not alone.
1: And to be to be a little bit, I mean, to pr- shed a little light on there, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that you guys were lax on rules, too lax on things like that. I mean, you guys did due, due diligence. There's no doubt about that. It was more the perception of the above and the beyond, you know, the conversations, the letting everybody know that the cleanliness was happening, the the masks. Oh, and, yeah. You know what I mean? It was a... Uh, the say gym's the, never been as clean. Yeah, that's what know? I mean. It, like, I, I don't want it to sound like, you know, you guys were were lax or lazy with the way that you guys went no, about this. No, it was just um, you know, like the the emphasis on it was almost like you operated. You just did it in a different way, right? You shifted focus to or you shifted to how you had to operate. You did it, but it wasn't a big we did, thing we The didn't conversation tell was, exactly. It. it wasn't that like, it wasn't ingrained in every communication. It wasn't. And that might have mitigated some of the fear over over the long term yeah but ultimately yeah. and and truly, I think you nailed it you know when other people outside of of here got it, right the timing it was the Thanksgiving holidays, it was the yes. gatherings it was I just saw a study I think my buddy Matt posted it today, like New York they're showing like something like ninety seven percent of cases are coming out of the household in social gatherings, sure, like sure, you know if people are getting together for the holidays and they're traveling and they're going you know through these hubs and stores and things like that, sure, but ultimately the the likelihood of getting it from the gym or. It right. was still extremely low. The fear, however, it's out there. Is it's out around there. Us. it's not gonna matter. It's gonna affect your gym as much as it's gonna affect, you know, every other business. And mm-hmm. and that's really what it comes down to. Yeah.
0: And and that's the thing that nobody's talking about is not the fact that you're open or closed. Yep. It's the fear of the people that are wanting to come in, but they just are fearful of coming in. And that's where we're seeing the most of our losses. It's not because we're closed it's because we are in fact we're not closed we're open but people are re- not refusing but they're tentative they're not wanting to come in and that's that's where our losses and our freezes and our cancels are coming from it's not that we're closed and so that goes into a little bit more and again you, they, that isn't what's being talked about mm-hmm. when they when they talk about it on the news it's the restaurant is closed or twenty five percent capacity. It's not that they could be at twenty five percent capacity, but they're only getting five percent
1: because well, of the people are not wanting to come in. Not only that, but I mean, to that uh, that video I posted the other day of the gym owner or the b- restaurant owner, like twenty five percent revenue when you're still paying a hundred percent expense, yeah. doesn't mean you're winning. Not at all. You know what I mean? So so, and that's where some of this becomes political. It's like you guys aren't thanks government, but you're not doing us a service by restricting us and then saying, oh, well, you're good at 25% capacity, it's all good. Well, no, because look at Upline. Look at where every one of those people are paying bills. Not one of them are cutting breaks. Not one of them are are told that they have to to bend or fold or help or anything. So it does fall on the small business and the owner to find ways of of supplementing 75% of revenue. It's crazy. Plus, plus, because again, 25% capacity minus those that are uncomfortable in coming correct, through the door. Correct. And so, yeah, you might be at 5% total. Capacity. Total. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's, again, a conversation nobody's having. Nobody's having that.
0: And it sucks. And but guess what? We're in it. And it's either you're in it 100% or you're going to close. I mean, it, it's make the decision. You can't half-ass this at all. So if if you're staying open and this is your goal it's to be a gym owner in a brick and mortar atmosphere, even in this environment, you need to go full blast all in and you've got to get creative. So for us, it's Zoom. It's like, you can talk about a million times. This is like the the theme of the virtual training world is it's, yeah, you know what? And, And the things that we learned about Zoom is we can't make it any different than what they were getting before. Therefore, like what are the things that we're doing? Well, like if somebody come came in at eight o'clock and they worked with Sally, Joe, and Mary, guess what? Eight o'clock, Sally, Joe, and Mary are all going to be together on the Zoom. And maybe two of them are in the gym and two of them are on the freaking cart wheeling around the gym. We have to make it feel like it's the same. And we have mm-hmm. to kind of build it into their normal schedule. That for us has been a savior. Like, that's the way we've done it. We didn't try to go. Too deep in the weeds with this virtual training platforms and stuff. Let's just keep it as real
1: as possible, to the normal as possible, and just until we can buy the time. I think that's a lesson too that we've spoken on before, and we'll speak on after. And that's about the mindset of the consumer that's walking in for personal training. If that person's coming into the gym for semi-private personal training, and all of a sudden you're you're providing them with a pre-recorded group, you know, or pre-recorded Zoom workout, with no interaction. There's there no. They're going to suspend their contract or or, or cancel the contract because they aren't getting what they signed up for. Sure. And so that, that solidification of the, of the, in the consumer's mind is still being done when you provide the same level of service as close as possible, right? As close as possible. They know, I mean, I'm sure to them, sure, they might not have as much available to, you know, for the workout, but they're showing up the same time. It's with the same people, the same coach that they're, they're used to, and all of those things are still checking the boxes, like you mm-hmm. said earlier, In the consumer's mind so the likelihood that they go somewhere else no are they do they understand something's going to be a little bit different we all do by now yeah and so i think a lot of those if you can deliver as close to your regular service as possible you're going to retain as much as possible
0: and i would also say kind of getting back to the marketing play if you can build an aspect of that virtual Mm -hmm. training because there's going to be people that see that you know let's they don't want to come in Do the online version with them. Just bring them around with you in the gym. Like that's the easiest thing you could do is get a cart, roll the laptop around and just train them while you're training the people in the gym and they feel like they're a part of it. It's a whole thing. It's a whole psychology thing. Absolutely. Don't make it super difficult to where it's like this whole new platform. You had to record all these videos and all these instructional things and I I just say just stick with the basics and let's just get through this. I think 2021, you know, I don't know when this thing's going to be over i'm hoping quick and we'll just take it from there man i mean so for those of you that are in in the suck right now i'm with you i'm with you i'm here (laughs) with you i'm with you and uh be sure to update everybody on on things that we're doing and uh would love to hear from you as well if you're not in our business talk with fitness professionals group jump in there guys there's a 1200 11 1200 gym owners and guess what we're all in the same boat we're all trying to make it we're all you know full open transparency. Everybody's real trying to help each other. Yeah,
1: it's a, the rising tide raises all ships mentality there
0: for so sure. Go, go jump into that Facebook group, guys. Um, let's make 2021 strong. Our next, uh, the after show. Oh, great point. In fact, we're jumping on the after show <laughs> right now. So if you are not on Clubhouse, go join Clubhouse. We've got a gym owner uh, after show where we talk about this episode the day it comes out. So we're going to jump right into this uh, right after this. Uh, you know, We'll have them scheduled. Uh, look us up, uh, Tim Lyons. I'm, I'm, I'm at TL now, so right. m- my uh, my handle is at TL. And, and I'm at Randy Angston, full name. Yeah, at Randy Angston. Go, uh, go follow us. Go jump in there, and we're just going to kind of open the conversation up. We're going to try it out, and we're going to do a whole episode on Clubhouse. I really like it.
1: I love I really that. like it. I love it's it. Gonna, and, and it's going to be for you guys, if you're not sure what Clubhouse is yet, It'll give you the opportunity for us to present an episode or speak about the episode, and then we'll open it up to you as the audience. We'll be able to raise your hand. We can pull you up, kind of like up on stage. It's almost like a a panel at an event. Exactly what it is. You know, it's like you got the audience and then you've got a couple of speakers and then you can interact with the speakers and it's it's really cool. And I know we're super stoked for it. Yeah,
0: it's exciting. It It is a lot of fun. And you can connect with people, you can connect with us directly, and we can just chat it out. I mean, whatever. I, like, I
1: was, on, I was talking with Tyrese Gibson yesterday. Hey. Like, the Tyrese. Like, yeah. what? It's pretty cool. It's very strange. So jump into Clubhouse, look us up, follow us at TL,
0: and then at Randy Angston, and uh, we'll, we'll be sure to follow you back, and we'll, uh, we'll meet you over there right now. All right. Until next episode, guys, keep changing lives. We'll see you. Bye.